This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Hey, hey, everybody. Hi. Hey. This is a special evening edition. Yeah. Late some, night, some 6 us, p.m. Some of yeah. us have been traveling. Some of us have been hungover. It's not, let's not some get into who's whom. I went to a, an Islanders game, and they, they gave me free beer. They gave the you free game. beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched 35 seconds of the hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my friend brought me, and we hung out at the Free Corps Light Bar for the first two periods, and then I watched part of the last one. They gave me free beer. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me the free beer. Uh, they also gave me... A bobblehead. I don't know why they were giving this away, but it was like there's nothing that said it was Billy Joel night. But apparently, it's it just was always Billy, Billy Joel every night. Every night is Billy Joel night. I don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I got it's like a little bobblehead of Billy Joel where he's like playing a piano with the you know as he does. He is the piano man, it but is. he's just wearing an Islanders hockey jersey. Yeah, yeah hat. Hat. seems right. And I kept it because I was like, this is very weird. It's it's like something I kept imagining them like digging up 100 years from now. <laughs> yeah. Being like, what? Wow. They had a sport where they played piano? <laughs> this civilization employed like child slaves to make these. Yeah. So was, that this was, was less, their god. <laughs> it was less of a giveaway and more of just like an artifact. And then, so I I am extremely surprised that it actually made it all the way back to my apartment, but I do have it. I'm, I'm sad you were going to bring it today. I'm sad you didn't. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's okay. also bulky. And I was just like... Like, fuck this. I can't do this. <laughs> it's too, <laughs> too much work. Too, much. too bulky for the subway. I was like, it's going to go in my pocket, and then I can't really put my hands in my pockets comfortably. <sighs> it's going to ruin my whole you night. You can't have that. Problems. A lot yeah. of problems. Um, yeah. I am going to be real weird this episode. Yeah. Just a warning. So I was in Austin for 10 days. It's good to be back. Uh, sorry I missed an episode. Alex Navarro was wonderful. How dare you? Um, but yeah, so last night, we record this on Sunday. Uh, last night, Saturday, I did two shows. They ended about 12.45 in the morning. And uh, then I just sat at a bar until it was time to go to the airport for my 5.30 flight. Nice. Uh-huh. And uh, I've kind of slept a little bit. Um, Were you, like, drunk at the airport? No, I'd, I'd had, like, two drinks. And then the bar, the last call in Austin is two. But this oh. is the bar that, like, shout out to Mugshots on E7. Like, everyone go there. It's Oh, I've been there. Yeah, it's the best. It's, yeah. like, the comedy bar. Like, it's always been the bar that everybody goes to after shows. And, uh... You know, when I lived there, I was like a regular, so they were like, "You can just you you're going to the airport. You can just sit here while we close up and like." Oh yeah. Out. So they like gave me coffee. And all the bartenders start smoking and yeah, you're like, I'm very cool. I felt really cool and like bartenders, especially like Texas bartender, like good accent. They're like really cute, really charming. I felt like very cool that I got to sit at the bar. Did someone try to come in and they got shut down? And you were like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> Look at the like. sign, man. Yeah, we're closed. Uh, it, it was fun, but I'm I'm in a weird I'm in a weird place. Yeah, I think we all <laughs> two of the place. three of us are <laughs> New York City. Yeah, baby, Holly, weird city, New York, Holly, weird city. Yeah, famous thing we all call it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. 
Uh, Good night, but, folks. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks everybody for showing up uh, <laughs> digitally. It's ran a little fun. short. Ran a little short this week. Uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, ran out of steam quite early. Not <laughs> I, a lot of coal on the pile. When I was in Austin, uh, a bunch of people said they listened to this though. It made me really happy. Just they like were. random people, like uh, comedian friends of mine and stuff. Which like. That makes me feel really good because I don't listen to anybody's shit. I don't listen I'm an to asshole. anything. I don't listen to this podcast. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? I don't listen. I feel like it's like a weird, like listening to your own thing is like, I don't know. That to me feels like really narcissistic. Like I do it sometimes just to, just to kind of try to take myself out of myself and try to listen objectively and think yeah. A, what do people like about this? <laughs> Which is like something. <laughs> Which is a mystery. <laughs> but also, like, uh, I wonder how I can improve this. Like, yeah. what are the bad habits I have in, in doing Like, I, I listen to it sometimes. I uh, Also, I sometimes Shelby. we have a really goofy bit, and I'm like, I want to listen to us call Eli a pig a bunch and That's laugh. True. Eli have, also have, listens to that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I have Shelby cut you guys out and send me just <laughs> pure mainline Eli cuts. Uh, the opposite of the live show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have listened to them in the beginning, like, in a weird, almost, like, taking notes sort of way. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, Am I interrupting people a lot? Right. Am I unfunny forever? Am I a bad person? But... <laughs> It's like how you record all your sets and then yeah. definitely never listen to them again. Like, yeah, okay. just a Classic. full notes app. God, I know it's one of those things where it's like I know my stand-up would get two hundred percent better if I just recorded and listened to all my Hard sets. Pass. I there. I feel like I've made a lot of sacrifices for like comedy. That is not what yeah. I'm willing to yeah. make. I can't oh, uh, do it. You know I write on stage, baby. <laughs> I love I'm not I love, writing anything down ever. I love when people are like, Yeah, I, I write on stage. Oh, you're lazy. Yeah, yeah. same. Yes. Same. They call me Eli Goldman. <laughs> it uh, works. Sometimes you're on stage, you come up with a hot new bit, you forget it after the set. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't record it, so it's gone forever. It's called fucking fun and exciting ephemeral comedy. Exactly. Baby. It's called being in the moment. Yeah. It's right. present. It's a live experience. It. Get just your that. nose out of that fucking book. <laughs> just that, Live it's, life. It's just Who that, are you yelling at? I don't know. It's just that Adrian Grenier uh, uh, Instagram post. Like, sorry, I haven't posted in a while. I've been living in the moment. It's just like a selfie of him in front of the ocean. Oh, God. It's like, thanks, man. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, it's been a while. I've been out living my life. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. On the computer. Um, yeah, I, I was. I once in New Orleans. I did. I did this straight from the bar to uh, yeah. the airport. But it, it was straight from the bar to the jail. Yeah, the jail cell. <laughs> but well, the was, airport. It wasn't but the a bar. It was in... a, it, the bar was a strip club. Yeah, and I was and covered drunk, in glitter, right? and I was really drunk. <laughs> that I wasn't like drunk, but okay, so. I like I'd had shows, so I was wearing like pretty heavy makeup because it's like you know stage full beat, full beat as they say. I had a full beat, and full beat. Uh, then where did you learn that? I'm proud of you. The internet. <laughs> Eli loves That's where uh, I learn makeup. everything. Yeah. <laughs> he accidentally uh, YouTube autoplayed a makeup tutorial once by accident. Yeah, I just watched somebody dab a beauty blender for a long time. He knows what a beauty blender is. I'm smart (laughs) (laughs) at only things that are on the internet and dumb at everything else. But so like... When was the Civil War? I don't know. 1571. I was going to guess a different century. That's totally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Completely wrong. Um, 1902. 1904. 1969. Let me finish my goddamn story. Sorry, I was talking about the Civil War. (laughs) No, you aren't. You're you're both just saying random dates that have nothing to do with the Civil Uh, War. Ah, the Civil War. (laughs) I remember it well. What? So what's going on? Beauty blenders? What's happening? So I'm in a full beat. I do my shows. I go to the bar. 
Uh, I'm hanging out. Um, I, I didn't. I had like two drinks all night, but uh, you know, the makeup is somewhat. It, it's not looking as uh, pristine. And then I go to the airport, and like I haven't shat. Like my hair is greasy, and my makeup is like kind of running. And then I get a bottle of water, and I sit down. And I, I was, like, adjusting stuff, and I had it between my legs, and I accidentally squeezed. <laughs> and so it water went everywhere, and it looked like I peed my pants. <laughs> and so then I had to get on the plane. Like one of those muscle like- <laughs> ladies that crushes watermelons? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it didn't, like, ex- it wasn't, like, a jet. It wasn't, like, an explosion. You didn't hit yourself in the face. <laughs> you gave yourself a water bottle facial by accident. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it wasn't, like, Mentos and Diet Coke or anything. It wasn't, like, <laughs> but it was, like, enough. Oh, man. It's like, shit! It uh, just goes, like, five feet in the air. So you got on the plane, no problem. So I just, like, I had to get on the plane, and, like, all these people saw me walk onto the plane. Clearly had not slept. Like, sitting at a bar, so I, like, smell like cigarettes, and, like, I'm disgusting with pee pants. Did anyone pull their kids away from you? Were you was at that level of... (laughs) Get away from the pee pants rat lady. (laughs) Just, like, not pull her away, but just kind of, like, you know, hug them a little closer. (laughs) No, I think it was the opposite, actually. Like, I was trying to put my... Help this uh, poor woman. I was trying to put my, like, carry-on in the thing, and, like, I I just, like, it took me a second to get it, and, like, a bunch of people rushed to help me, and they were like, this drunk lady is going to drop this on herself. (laughs) I'm, I you're, can't okay, stop. you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I can't exactly. stop imagining you doing like the thigh crush and hitting yourself with like, but it's like <laughs> the entire bottle, so it continues for like a minute. And I'm imagining the sound, Patty. Please, the the just like <laughs> <laughs> just getting streamed with water. It's oh. pretty much exactly what happened. It sucks that the airport you can get arrested for like everything because it's such a funny place to do bits. It would be like so funny to like. God, yeah, everybody's so just things. captive. Yeah, and everyone's just like dying for something to happen. It's just like. <laughs> Just to be super weird in the airport. You I just, just walk into the airport with two gallon jugs of milk, like those classic teens. Yeah. yeah, that's such a good bit. But you'd go to jail. You'd go like to a room forever, and you'd Dude, have you to. You can't bring those. Yeah, yeah. You can't bring those gallons of milk through security. You, what? What the hell is wrong with you? You just try to chug the milk, and then you do the thing where you smash them on the ground. Yeah, you slip. You think, <laughs> you think explaining bits is is not fun? Try doing it for three hours to TSA. Yeah, it's because who would do this, right? Do you get it? <laughs> It's weird to bring milk, and that's it's not. I don't want it on the plane. <laughs> Just yeah. no, I'm in on the joke. You don't understand. It's okay. funny you, because it's a dumb thing to do. You bring a gallon of milk. You bring the two gallons of milk. They won't let you bring them through security, so you try to drink it at the gate. Yeah, like, at there, and you drink the the whole gallon, and you throw up, <laughs> and then you try to drink the other one and throw up again, and then you go through, and. Everything's fine, and then Great you end bit. up in yeah. That's how you go to jail. That's yeah. that's what. That's you how eat. you have a very unpleasant plane ride. Yeah, to jail. To jail quickly. They fly you to jail. They fly, it's yeah. Con Air. <laughs> Batman to jail, and they just punch a cop <laughs> right away. Uh, we have also good news. We have some updates on. We do uh, a couple friends key of updates. the pod. Yeah. Uh, first up, I don't. I, his first name has been replaced by that other guy who's Dick Assman, but he's. Like David Assman or whatever the 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 man who wanted to get Assman on his license plate Hans Assman no I, don't, I actually don't know uh, <laughs> crap we should look this up Hans Assman um, <laughs> it's Assman yeah but uh, him, let's be the real. one who isn't Dick R I P rest in peace we miss yeah. you Dick his first name isn't funny therefore it is irrelevant it's yeah. Dave As Dave Assman Dave Assman Dave so Dave uh, he he wanted to get Assman on his license plate they wouldn't let him. 
So he just covered the entire back of his truck with a decal that says ass man. In like license plate lettering. Yeah. So it looks like a giant license plate. It's like if he got the license plate, it would be uh, like 25% of the size of the thing that he has on his truck. It's like a license plate for the elderly. So I wasn't here last week for this story, but I I don't know which one of you did it, but I really liked the tweet uh, from the account of We Stand an Ass Man. Yeah. (laughs) It made me laugh a lot. Yeah. yeah. We stand. I think there were some. We have decided my, to my, stand. My contributions to the the Twitter account are accidentally retweeting from it a lot and then <laughs> deleting it. Um, uh, that's my yeah, move. It's classic. It's my also. hot move. Uh, the uh, I think we I think that because that that post like got a lot of uh, like engagement. Engagement. Yeah, there we go. That's a <laughs> word I was thinking of. I'm glad I don't have it that fast uh, in my mind. It's a word you were thinking of, but hesitating deeply to say because it's gross. What I literally of, couldn't think of it. Yeah. What kind of impressions were we seeing? <laughs> yeah, right. What was the CTR uh, on that content? But some of the uh, some of the uh, people people that I saw that were like retweeting it were like like people had like the red X and they were like you know uh, like shadow band like Teacot you know like <laughs> so oh, no. it's like well you probably shouldn't look into anything else about this <laughs> everybody uh, loves an ass man yeah um, it's so That's it's really cross party lines the, uh, well, the classic ass man bit I like that because like I do think it's fun. Like, we got uh, that review, like, right when we started. We are like, you guys are really funny, but, like, you make fun of Trump too much. Like, <laughs> maybe some of those people will start listening and be confused. And then we stopped forever. And then we stopped talking about Trump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we just, uh, we became all right because we are a podcast for the people. And the people the people want us to be super all right. The people have spoken. We yeah. stopped making fun of him because everyone else is doing such a good job. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then they're working. getting it. And yeah. it's working. And he's you know? going to resign. <laughs> That's it. So, uh, but, yeah, so hey. Yeah. You, why would you beat a dead, you know, horse? That horse is, I mean, uh, he's going to be executed on the White House front lawn. So. That's true. Right. There's why really nothing else to say. Down? Um, well, uh, so be- uh, good luck. Continue good luck. Uh, and kudos to a Dave Assman. Uh, Absolutely. Assman. Oh, I also we stand an Assman. I've been walking around for like a week just saying, I don't know why I can't stop doing it. Saying Assman, but in like a kind of like surprised Antonio Banderas voice. He's just like, Assman. And I've been doing that a lot. I just pick it up, try it. Give yeah. it a shot. Give it a shot. Check Pretty it out. Let's see how it feels in your mouth we'll when you do a, it. We'll put yeah. a link to that audio file in the description. You can check <laughs> it out. Smart. Make it your text. Send Antonio- me a video of it. <laughs> <laughs> text tone. Antonio Banderas. Check him out. <laughs> yeah. Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. Um... So uh, I feel like this. The next update is also something like weird libertarian teacup people might like. That's true. Uh, so this is uh, this is in the UK. Um, you may remember. Orlando's uh, Japanese barbecue and sushi place, <laughs> which was being run out of a man, uh, allegedly run out of a Oi. man's home. I'm in move for Orlando um, sushi. Let's go down to Orlando's he, Japanese grill. Yep. He formerly <laughs> he formerly ran a restaurant. He no longer runs the restaurant, and he had the Orlando sign over his door of his home um, with a phone number and a website, like a URL. Yeah, he had a Yelp and everything. Um, and the. Um, the like town council was was uh, looking into it because that's against several, I assume, ordinances and whatnot. Um, he denies he was operating business from his home, and uh, he says, "All I do is, I mean, <laughs> all I do, I have my name on my house. <laughs> there is no restaurant there. Well, I mean, like around, he's just like I got my just, name on my house. It's my house. Lying straight to the face, which I yeah. love. You tell uh, me I can't put my name on my house. Yeah, you tell me I can't put my name he's on also, my house like it's a business, but it's just my yeah, name. Yeah. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> Exactly like a sign you would get if you were running a business out of here. Yeah. It's just me. Crab Shack is my middle name, yeah. I think, if you check uh, the records. And uh, he... Uh, <laughs> so he... Um, my my government name is Spaghetti House. That's right. So 
Uh, <laughs> That's why it says that on my house. So the, count, the city count, the Norfolk City Council uh, determined there was, quote, no definitive evidence to back up the claim he was running a clandestine restaurant from his home. Mm. Um, neighbors complained, and they went inside. Um, they had, like I said, they had the sign on the front of the building. And then um, a council inspection found that uh, there was a bar and seating for 24 people. <laughs> Again, this is not a restaurant. I got a lot of friends. This yeah. is extremely not just a restaurant. To, just loves to host. This yeah, guy. I love to entertain. Um, planning permission is not required for the marketing of a site as a different use, nor is it required for the setup of internal furniture. In this case, we do not have any definitive evidence that shows the above address is operating as a restaurant. This is Orlando. So he got off. Yes, he's. he's and he looks pretty. He looks, he looks very pleased. He's like he looks like he got away with something. Yeah. And it rules because, um, like... Phew, case over. Time to head back to restaurant. I mean, home. <laughs> like, here's the property at night. I mean, yeah, like, the looks- Orlando's <laughs> lights up like a, like, a, like a business sign would yeah. light up. Yeah. Um, it, and I guess they would have to just, like, find him, like, He's wearing him in the an act. An He's wearing an apron. apron in that photo. <laughs> this, might be a, this might be a file photo from when he ran their actual restaurant. He just restaurant. loves to host. Yeah. There, is, there a cry, is there a law against wearing an apron in your own yeah. home that has your name on a sign outside? Okay, no. there's, there's He's also... He's sitting in court okay. with a, like, tall chef's hat on. <laughs> okay, there's also... Wh- holding a wooden spoon. There's also... I, didn't, I don't think we saw this last time. There's also a leaflet with a menu on it that has the address, <laughs> and it's like... A, it's just like, here's the restaurant, here's what you can get. So how did he get off? I don't understand. He got off because apparently it's not against the ordinance, the town rules to like, uh, to like market a place as a different place. Apparently, there's a there's a, a hair you can split between so marketing it as a different lie. use, but not you can't do it as a different use. <laughs> so it's Somehow better to it's lie. Okay to do yeah. one. And also, like, yeah, setting up furniture is like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, would it prove that he's doing anything weird? So right. somebody would have to, like, <laughs> kick the door, and he's, like, delivering a plate of food to somebody. You <laughs> and know? they're, like, giving him money right. as he and does it. And even then, it could be like, they're just, they're just my guests in exactly. my home, you know? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know how you have to catch this guy. They have to send an undercover in, I guess. I think so, yeah, to yeah. be very, a, a restaurant participant. Yeah. I'm very interested in his sea bream, which is parenthesis coated in special recipe. Yeah. Ooh, no explanation. Coated in a recipe. So this, yeah. this, this makes sense, Rock though, because the Orlando's restaurant, their motto is uh, if you're a cop, you have to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that ha- every time the waiter comes over, uh, if you're a well, cop, you have to tell us. Uh, That's the rules. Have yeah. you ever been to British, one of those restaurants where um, I if went? If you're a copper, you have yeah. to yeah. British British cops can't enter your house. They're like vampires. Yeah. They only can knock angrily with, with a their truncheon. You can also <laughs> uh, <laughs> ward them off with or, garlic, interestingly enough. What? You can also ward mm-hmm. them off with garlic. Any any food any, that's any not sort bland. Of spice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to one of those restaurants that's like a club and you have to join the club before you eat? I have not. A dinner club? It's well it's it's not really a dinner club. It's basically to get around laws like this. And it's like Are you talking about the BK Kids Club? Yes. <laughs> it's very... It's, the BK Kids Club was invented to get around health code. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the BK Lounge. Yeah. The classic <laughs> Dane Cook BK bit. Lounge. Actually good Dane Cook bit. Um, that, that sounds interesting. I have not been to one, but it seems... It's, I went to one in Rome, and it's basically like halfway between a home kitchen and a restaurant. It's like, okay, well, in order to eat here, you have to join the club, which means then, you have to like sign up and pay like 10 bucks. And, and if then, you get food poisoning, it's not our fault. It, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Sign but a it's contract. Like, 
Yeah, you're basically signing a contract. <laughs> this is how libertarians want to run schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If exactly. you sign this thing, uh, if anything happens to your kid, it's not. Uh, there's no laws that can be. Uh, we're gonna have. <laughs> we're gonna have a, a a school set in international waters where yeah. yes. no a, no age of consent or other. Uh, Each child it is, is its own sovereign yeah, it citizen. <laughs> Two thousand children on an abandoned aircraft carrier, and there are no rules. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They come back and they've learned something. Yeah, that's school now. They've had they've had some they've gone through some shit and it's taught them things. Yeah. That's so, all hey, we know. Can't it, guarantee what those things are. If you live in Norfolk in the UK, uh, fuck, go check out Orlando's, but don't tell anybody about it. I guess. I mean, tell us, but tell we, us, yeah. we won't narc. Yeah, Norfolk, uh, great terriers over there. Very cute. <laughs> that's hey, he's right. Folks, you can't argue with that. I was at the dang. Do- I went to the dang dog show last oh, week. Oh, you did. Oh, fuck. Yeah. We. I, our intro has gone on very long, but I need to hear about this dog show. Yeah, uh, you didn't even tell. I didn't even know this dog show happened. It was pretty good. It I was, asked uh, him. I texted him. I was like, "Why? Like, how did you get to the dog show?" And he's like, "It was thirty bucks, and you can pet the dogs." Like, yeah. Of course. They must like. It's like when a really big comedian comes to a club. Like they can't. They can't tell anyone that it's cheap because it would just get. Swarmed. They no, it, it was it was like they they didn't sell out or anything. It was uh it was there was two nights at the garden and. Uh, um, it was like thirty bucks plus. I mean, it was like fifty a ticket with fees because Ticketmaster is yeah, a yeah. nightmare. But um, mm-hmm. that's worth it to pet all those dogs. Yeah, but you get here at seven. You get there. It's the the show started at seven thirty, but you could get there as early as six to go into like the staging area where they're all like getting ready. So some of the dogs <gasps> were like getting their stuff done, so you uh-huh. like couldn't like they couldn't be bothered. Full beat. Full but, beat. <laughs> that's right. But there was like a big, just dabbing a little beauty blender <laughs> yeah. on a dog. Yeah, yeah. There was like the big English sheepdog Elsa, which is which was Brooklyn dog, was just laying there with like a scrunchie and you just kind of like just kinda get her. Um, there did was you, a. Did you dress up? I dressed up like a dog. Yes. Oh no, no I would I dress not. up. I would wear like a suit. A full, a tux with tails. I would, yeah. I would yeah. dress up like Hello? a dressed up like a, like a cat just to, just to make all the dogs go haywire. Yeah. <laughs> they all go insane. Um, but uh, some if of them. You like, brought a laser pointer to a dog show. Whoa! Whoo. Look out. Uh, you, you would ruin like it. Just, you bring like a fucking game. tray of frisbees and yeah. you start throwing them. Like, around. You can't have those in. Well, okay, well, this is why you're not so, allowed to have them. Next year, frisbees are banned officially. We don't have a we have a rule technically. Some some assistants carrying a box of frisbees yeah. during the show and trips and they all go flying. <laughs> so we should have seen this coming. Bow, bow. Um, but they. Uh, yeah, so they're, 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 I mean, it depends on the owner how much they want. And someone like, I wouldn't someone want. Someone didn't want to be bothered, like, yeah. if you're trying to keep your dog, like, calm, like, yeah. this idea of, like, these people, like, crowding around. That's and, why like, I was surprised yeah. that you could go yeah, in there. Like, well, so some of them were, like, groomed. Yeah, well, some of the, well, the ones that had to be carefully groomed were not really, like, letting people touch them. Like, they yeah. were just kind of like, can you not pet them or they whatever. They were in the box. Or they were in the box. Um, there was the a, box. There was a pulley, which looks like a black mop. I love those. Um, the and, little dreadlocks dogs. And they had, like, a, he was sitting, on, and we could sit next to him and get our pictures taken with him. So he was, or he or she. I don't remember which, um, but uh, very friendly, um, and the owner was very friendly as well. So that was fun. But then the show went on for like it was the first of the two nights, so we didn't see Best in Show. But it was like uh, four hours it went on. It was it was like Madison Garden, like the only time I've ever got my money's worth there. Like it was like <laughs> unbelievable. Um, yeah, so that's long. I'm gonna have to go next year. Yeah, it pretty sounds good. great. It's like a Grateful Dead show. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, one it's thing, like fucking Royal Rumble. Compared should've... to a Grateful Dead show, it was uh, like being at a, uh, a metal show with a guy firing a gun in the air at the same time in <laughs> yeah. terms of like how much more exciting it was than the Grateful Dead Slightly show. less people on mushrooms yeah. at the dog show. Just, oh, uh, one dude, thing. I want to take mushrooms and go to the dog show. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds like another way to go straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I will also... Woman collects dogs. Probably like the highlight of my Austin trip was this fucking dog in my Airbnb. Oh, yeah, you, you posted pics of that thing? Deeply bonded with. Dog was good. Maddie, the German pointer. 
she ruled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She like she started sleeping in my bed by the time I left, and like uh, it was kind of gross because it's a dog. But I was just like, I just love you too much. It's okay. <laughs> she would burrow under the covers. The hey, let me in. So good. Hey, hey. Yeah. It's me, Back. Maddie. Uh, One thing they should do for dog shows, I think, to make them much better is that there should be a different uh, instrument instrumentalist like playing yeah like a big dog it's like boom, yeah boom, it's boom, obviously boom, tuba boom, boom, or a sousaphone boom, boom. for the big dogs but the tiny the toy that's a flout little, little piccolo just a little and then like I don't know I guess maybe just like french horns or something for the middle dog medium yeah. dog just like the um, Peter and the wolf exactly, exactly. yeah should we do numbers now yeah <laughs> <laughs> number five okay number five uh, we got we got a, a this is sort of just a general update on what's going on in rat news. Rat news. <laughs> rat block. Filthy little rat news. Um, the first one... Uh, filthy little news block. <laughs> the filthy little news block <laughs> is... Uh, uh, the first one is a New York City tweet uh, rat going viral. I, I'm wondering what you guys think about this, whether you think this is real or not. Um, somebody videoed a... <clears throat> They say passed out, which I feel like is generous. It's a it's dead, dead fucking rat. It's super dead. Seems like it's dead. It's a dead rat, like clutching a bottle of Hennessy. Mm. Yeah. So if you guys could picture like a like a dead rat, <laughs> like a rat that's dead, like yeah. belly up, um, but also a, in the middle of a sidewalk, like one of those little nips of Hennessy. That's pretty much. Yeah. What it is. That's what's good is pint. it's like it's like a rat sized bottle of Hennessy. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a, a big one. It's like a little airport. Little airport bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It seems like if you were a rat, the size of was what you would drink. Yeah, like that rat. It you just imagine that rat found that bottle of Hennessy, rubbed his little rat hands together, and was like, "My ship has come in." That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's like I very excited. I don't think I'm it's picturing I don't Rizzo, think it's the rat from the Muppets. I think it's possible that it was just like just there. Who knows? Maybe they just love Hennessy. I mean, <laughs> I've seen like one of like a pigeon that died with like a cigarette in its mouth. It's just like <laughs> that's the thing. It's wild, dude. Like, I'm sure that wasn't a viral, uh, the anti-drug campaign or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was truth. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, is just funded by Philip Morris. Right. <laughs> so That's we're gonna why all the ads are bad. Yeah, we're going to make these ads suck ass, and uh, no teen is going to think they're cool. I, 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 love, uh, I love the, sorry, the new truth where they're like, they're trying to say, like, don't vape, but they, there's not, like... Good reasons. A really good reason. Yeah. And one of the ones they've been doing is they've been like, one jewel pod is four packs of cigarettes. And that was literally some of the marketing that Jewel used yeah. when it launched. Right. It's like, it's like oh, nice. way I mean, cheaper. One, I, mean, one, I only get, need to get one of these every four days. Yeah, yeah. It's um, just very, very interesting. The reason I might believe that this is true is just because, like, it's one of those, like, um, if you had monkeys at typewriters, they'd eventually reproduce, like, Shakespeare or whatever. Yeah. Of, of just, like, there's so much trash in New York that like eventually the combination of trash will produce. Yeah. Like I don't think a the dead rat, rat and a tiny Hennessy. The rat bottle. did not like drink itself to death right. on Hennessy, but did the but somebody maybe kick, did. did the Hennessy bottle get kicked over near a dead rat? <laughs> right. Maybe. Like it could have been crawling to get. I mean, like what? It's it's like a lot of sugar, right? I feel like the rat may have been like attracted to the. How's it going to open? How's it going to open? It was already open. Okay. I don't think the rat got drunk. I'm just saying, like nobody who throws empty Hennessy bottles on the street is capping them before they do that. (laughs) That's a very good point. Slugs a half pint and then screws it back tight. They don't want anyone to twist their ankle on the on the cap. Okay, it's like a stadium. It's nice. It's very kind. But yeah, like there's enough like weird debris in the city that eventually it will be. Yeah. It will produce it. So that's rat news number one. Um, Rat news number two. Number one uh, comes from. 
a city that Said smaller podcast within the podcast. That's right. <laughs> Counting down rat news. <laughs> Filthy little news block. Um, the next the next rat story comes to us from Newark, New Jersey. Um, from a uh, friend of the show, uh, Stuntbird Army, Alan Ventano on Twitter. On Twitter. Um, he he sent this to us. It's a um, a video of uh, a, a man who uh, decided that uh, you know what would make a McDonald's in Newark more exciting. Um, releasing a quote burly, menacing-looking white rat into the restaurant. It's a pretty big rat. Yeah, we're I, looking at the video here. Burly and menacing is burly's weird. Burly's a weird <laughs> this word. This rat is fucking this is like jacked. a prank situation. I thought it was going to be like a, an insane person. The kid is saying that he wants to touch the rat. The the yeah, people are like, "What's going on?" There's there's trepidation in the air. It's a big rat. It is a big fucking. It's rat. It's like the size of a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> People are going insane. It's why? It's just a rat. And it's clearly a pet rat. Yeah. <laughs> we out, we out. It's pretty cute actually. It's like a it's like a big white like pet rat. It's not right. like a stinky rat. Yeah, not it like looks a New nice. York City I d- rat. I do like though that the kid who's like, let me touch it, let me touch it, also runs away when the yeah. rat comes yeah. out. Well that's like have you ever had though like a, uh, we've talked about squirrels before, I know that, but it's like sometimes you have something in your hand and you're like, This is cool and then as soon as it like crosses your they wrist, climb you're up like my little leg. <laughs> yeah. As soon as it crosses your wrist barrier, you're like <laughs> freak out. And you're like, it's get like off. a skittery little like it's trying yeah, to get in your creep. mouth. Yeah, it's, trying to it's get going, in there. making a beeline for every your mouth. small animal is trying <laughs> to get in your mouth. Right? That's every, <laughs> every every life form <laughs> that can fit in there is trying to get in there. Every small animal has this twisted death drive <laughs> to right. fucking climb into your mouth. <laughs> that's right, and get into your stomach. That's that's that is the grabbing a cop's gun of rats is getting in a mouth. <laughs> that's, exactly that's all it. they want to do. It's just this. This primitive impulse that they don't understand. Yeah. Which makes that guy in Times Square even more, he's just really, you know, if that guy went for a cop's gun, it would be like a Russian doll of uh, weird <laughs> animal death drives. It's it's funny, like, the, the other thing that's funny about this video, A, I think it's, like you're saying, it's like it's a pet rat. It's not like... Yeah, it looks like it's been kept, which is also weird because it's, it's like, why are you doing that to your pet rat, man? Yeah, he drops it kind of hard. I think this is one of those, like... Like guys who like thinks he's like a great prankster and just does like bad stuff. You know uh, what I mean? This is a social experiment. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Well, there's okay. So there's two sort of ways that a, a prankster can be like that, where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm like hilarious prank, and I'm it's just hassling you hassling service people. employees, yeah. right? Or it's like a Banksy type annoying prankster, where it's like, I think I'm saying something. Or like improv everywhere. Yeah. No, this yeah. is no just like a guy who just like makes someone's life harder, and it's yeah. like, ah! and people well, are like, you're you, great, man. What do you do? Because it's. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, man. It's like a pet rat. So you can't see the video, but it is like a white, like you got it at a store. And it's if it was just like I a street rat. I don't want to infer rat, the Eli rat's knows rats. What? But it's, you it, don't find a guess. rat like that in the wild. I would guess. It, it would be king. Rat. This, rat did not, <laughs> this rat did not come off of a pirate ship. Yeah. It's clean. <laughs> Do but, you guys? Okay. I'm just saying it'd be harder, like, because if he doesn't take it with him when he leaves, maybe he f- picks it back up and takes it with him. But like, otherwise it's like. I would feel worse about killing that than yeah. like if it was like a little sh- dirty stream rat or anything. <laughs> he didn't Do ask you guys, for it. when you see like if you're on the subway and there's like a rat on the platform, what do you do? The rat uh, form. Um, kiss it? No. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just immediately lays down. Yeah. Just Tim and Eric noises. Yeah. I just, because I do nothing. I don't care. Yeah. It's it's basically I am 
that's its home. I'm on its turf. Like, yeah, I don't care. This is where I just feel like I see people like freak out a lot when it's like, oh, there's a rat 20 feet away from me on the platform. I will it's say, not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, if, you're bare, if you're barefoot, you know, if right. you're like flip flops or something. But if you're like, barefoot on the subway, <laughs> not barefoot. that's not what I meant. If you're <laughs> exposed foot, yeah, yeah. if your feet are exposed on the subway, you you are probably someone who's very comfortable with street rats. That's right. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone barefoot on a subway platform, seeing a rat, and like disgusting. gross. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who's like in business, Ew. in business casual, but it's his barefoot. And it's like, oh no. What about he's like in this Vibram five fingers? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but it is it is like very funny. Have you ever seen one where it's just the rats chilling and then it like bolts at somebody? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> that <is really> funny. <laughs> You're like ah. <laughs> That's yeah. the rat. That rat is the prankster equivalent of this man. <laughs> That's like just like uh, I'm just gonna make someone's life hard as a joke. Yeah. That's my favorite. Uh, Brendan McLaughlin. I was on Karma this week. <laughs> that thing was like his story about like being in New York too long. He's just like. Oh, rat smiled at me the other day. <laughs> I love it. It's like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, hey. the rat gives you like the courtesy head nod, like the the tight lipped white person smile. Yeah. Yeah. The rat rolls its eyes at you when somebody else is walking too slow in front of you. <laughs> yeah. People, People right? Guy. Um, hey, buddy, it just starts... take, the, take the stairs much? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Don't hey. check your phone at the top of the train platform stairs, asshole. Yeah, How... I'm a rat and I know that. <laughs> How great would it be if some scientist invented like technology to like be able to hear a rat or translate a rat and rats just did have like the heaviest Brooklyn. They were just straight up. Like, all rats. Oh, hey! No <laughs> like, matter where they, they live. They all sound like that construction worker from Futurama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're like, we have finally. What are those <laughs> yeah, we finally completed this rat and his voice would be projected for all to hear. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's everybody doing? <laughs> oh, what's whoa. the big idea? Wait, can you guys hear me? That's crazy. <laughs> wow. They're, they're just like the dogs in that one Far Side cartoon where it's just hay. Like every bark is just hay. So dogs are just saying, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Looks like the That's up a dog. good Far Side cartoon. Yeah, man. Hey, well, good far side hey, the only podcast the I can think side. of where we explain far side cartoons. <laughs> just, the, just describe the far side. The far side. Check it out. <laughs> Put a link in the description. Far Gary side Larson. compilation books. Check I don't know if you guys out. have heard of it. Um, yeah. So uh, as far as I know, uh, Gary Larson has not become a weird like sexual guru the way a hypnosis guru the way that Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, has. But um, he's a sexual hypnosis guru. He's now? like a weird. I knew he was like a crazy person. He, there but... was a he's a well he's a big Trump guy and he thinks that Trump is like a genius hypnotist or whatever. But um, have you seen the Dilbert Castle? Yes, that he loves it. Yes, yes, yeah. very okay, normal. Good. He's also like the most divorced man alive. <laughs> Extremely divorced, so divorced. Uh, divorce but, levels just off the yeah, charts. He, he had like a thing. They did a reading of it on the uh, um, the bonus episode of uh, uh, Stephen Heck and uh, John Collins' uh, podcast Block Party. They had uh, Will Menekron and they read uh, Sky Adams one of his blog posts from like 2013 or 2014 about like I, like I'm already hypnotizing you to having like the best orgasm you'll ever have or something. <laughs> And it's like a four-part thing, and then it's like some people are already writing in to tell me, and it's like Scott, and it's like writing into me at like uh, DilbertCartoonist at gmail dot com. Imagine to tell me about their their like tooth-shattering orgasms they're having, <laughs> thinking about the Dilbert guy. That's yeah. Imagine addressing an email to Dilbert Cartoonist about how hard you came, like in any context. That's Just insane. fucking like. <laughs> Just like right after, like right. there's yeah. before still out. <laughs> well, I gotta tell Dilbert about this. 
toss a tissue in the bat in the fucking uh, trash can. Open up Outlook <laughs> to Scott Adams at Dilbert.com. Just like <laughs> and he has Scott weird Adams. <laughs> Scott Adams is so divorced that if you like put him near a wife, it would be like an atom bomb. Yeah. Like you could build a weapon with like him and a wife, and then like you drop it and a divider falls and it, it obliterates like a, a city, destroys Japan. He would he would be pushed away like two magnet like yeah, yeah. but they would but, repel. Would, but he would go in in the in the motion like this, like the way Dilbert's tie curls up. Yeah. Like yeah. He would like go away in that, in that way. You could like airdrop him and, and, and a woman would like, it would be like iron filings. Yeah. <laughs> like shoot away. He, he, he wrote something, he wrote, he also wrote something about like, uh, like again, the most divorced man alive. It was like talking about how when, when men and women go on dates, you know, uh, the man is supposed to do all these things to keep the woman happy. And then when the date's over, when like the, the sex, the, the woman has sole control over all the sex, you know, part of the thing about, but it goes on saying it's like, now I don't know much about this. I haven't been on many. I don't go on many dates anymore. You know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. What do you just get? Uh, you just call up. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm well, you have a very my, normal and not at all warped view of relationships sure, after yeah. being the world's most divorced man. Are you like me in that the stumbling block for dates for you is that people have to spend time with you on them and you're not enjoyable to be around? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. dynamic is deeply broken. It's like you know how. Uh, you uh, you tell uh, it's just because you tell women that you created Dilbert, they just find you unappealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely nothing else about your repellent personality and your whole overall I'm, thing. I'm imagining him because you know, like post like a bunch of shirtless pictures and stuff. You know, that's like that, that was the other thing about him. He's like, check, yeah, tell me if the uh, workout that I recommended is working. And it's like again. <laughs> You're the Dilbert, Dilbert man. Yeah. <laughs> you are the Dilbert man. Go draw a curly tie, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Dilbert, check it out. Uh, his blog is still up, I think, somewhere. So if you want to learn how to have um, Google Dilbert truly, cartoon orgasms, yeah. if you want to, you'll uh, find or, it. Uh, come so hard you die. I guess. Uh, <laughs> check it out, Dilbert. Uh, the, it's always been that's what happens when Dilbert. Dilbert comes. His tie rolls completely yeah. up. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's the guy who does the cartoon about uh, how your boss is dumb or whatever. And, <laughs> That guy is the guy you want to listen to. You know, so. right when you're coming, be like, you created Dogbert, you know, <laughs> and then come. Yeah. You come. <laughs> and also, so hard. And Catbert. So, uh, just shoots through the fucking ceiling, <laughs> <laughs> makes a hole in yeah, it. Yeah, break a light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four, please. <laughs> number four. <laughs> uh, speaking of comedy, uh, you know, Dilbert, uh, first and foremost, but, uh, this one comes to us from uh, uh, Jacopedia Light. Jacopedia Light. I just got the pun in the uh, Discord. Um, this is a uh, so the the apparently um, as part of the mission to Mars, NASA is working with researchers uh, to see if having this is the kind of thing that people say about like when the world ends, what humanity is going to need. You know, it's one of those type things. Right. And um, so anyway, researchers are working with NASA because of the first human Mars mission may need onboard comedians. Like, you know, the world, the human race may need laughter, you know. No. Um, so. We are fully unnecessary. This is not, <laughs> this is not true. Who, who, who wants to bring up Dan Ninen? Yeah. Well, here, here's, the, here's what I was thinking, right? So, like. Eating filet mignon in go, space. That's right. Uh, yes. He's, Enjoy he, he, your somebody, drugs, he'd be posting from Insta- He'd be posting from Instagram. <laughs> 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 from the Mars mission. Um, but his, um, like, to go to Mars, it's like physically very rigorous. You yeah. have to like have like a you have to be like like astronauts aren't real, like they live their whole life to be astronauts. Like Completely, they're like yeah. and they're basically mil- they are military. They're yeah. like basically military people. Um, 
Do you know any funny comedians that are in like really good shape that are like aside from a Dan Nine, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, but like in general, you're not gonna really see a whole lot of that. The the two don't really mesh in terms yeah. of who can handle the uh the centrifuge they put yeah. you in to see if you're gonna like throw up and die. Well, the other thing know? comedians I guess I could are known send, for is uh, um, like how many G's could the average comedian take? <laughs> uh, Probably a lot, just based on like it's like the reverse training of like they went through like rigorous physical training, but then so many comics have just like subjected their body to such deep like substance abuse right. that they're just like, oh, this like this is like medium as bad as some of my hangovers. Right. Just That's in the a thing. Is like maybe it's bird. like you've yeah you've. It's, you've tested the limit so much, you were yeah. just like, fine. They could send, um, what's his name? MMA guy. Diego? Yeah. Yeah. Send him. Yeah, Diego. Like Diego, Evan Williams is pretty send, buff. Oh, that's what I was thinking of him too. Yeah. yeah he's strong. Yeah. Um, strong comedians this week on What a Time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of the strongest comedians uh, out there. Well, you know, but the like, other thing is uh, comedians are really known for their healthy living situations. Right. right. And, they're, and they're good personalities <laughs> that people enjoy being stuck with in a yeah. Um, yeah, if we had confined like, spaces for weeks right. and months at a is time. There, is there like another room the comedian can go in? <laughs> Except for like ten minutes at a time, yeah. I would and then love, go back I would, into the other room. I would love a, a group of astronauts. Need a green just room like, on the on the shuttle to Mars. A group of astronauts being like, "Oh God, it's it's Montreal season. Just don't say anything." He's really on edge. Yeah, just get like all the pe- like people, all the people sniping each other because they all got the, to do the uh, yeah. They're at the creek doing their uh, audition for the Mars mission. <laughs> that would be that would honestly be a very good sketch. Is comedians getting ready to audition <laughs> the industry showcase for the Mars rover. <laughs> Just performing hey, uh, guys, to uh, the... If anybody can get me on as many shows as, as you can this week, I gotta run my five for the Mars mission no, uh, it's before for the a, audition on it's, Saturday. It's for a mission to like, I gotta run my 20 years. I gotta <laughs> yeah, run exactly. My... That's like your whole life. If you're on the mission to Mars, that's what you do. It's yeah. Like... like the way they talk about it is like those roles emerge once the people are in the situation. Right, you yeah. don't pick a funny person <laughs> because they're funny. Like, no, start with the other stuff, like the yeah. main stuff. And then, like, yeah. Like, does he know the... about how to grow stuff? Does he know about, just, uh, you know, engineering stuff. at all? This reminds me a lot of that tweet about, like, uh, where it's like, after the revolution, I'll be an anime appraiser. Like, that's like, <laughs> right. like this, like, oh, no. When we yeah. colonize space, we're gonna need podcasts. Look, like for <laughs> for like for like a, a targeted amount of time, like stand up is good. But for what this purpose that they seem to need to fill, you should just get a dog that looks funny, and it <laughs> yeah. will like that'll work. <laughs> like just every time they're down, they'd be like, maybe it does a backflip. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, space dog. I think much people... more than comedian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah. people like. But comedy is like it's a craft and it is it's not something that everybody can do but it's also like people who are professionally funny aren't the only people who are funny yeah. <laughs> like that's a very it's, it's like it's you need like comedy. a funny guy at the office you don't yeah. need a professional comedian exactly but, and uh, like i've said this so much like being a funny guy at the office like I, when those people get on stage, I roll my eyes. But that is such a better skill to have <laughs> yeah. in your life than knowing how to do comedy. Yeah. If you're like just like a pleasant, funny dude who like makes like funny jokes about the weather or something, and like yeah. brightens the day of the people you work with. Like you are going to be so much better <laughs> off. If you can so talk for like successful. a minute about Game of Thrones yeah. and like not getting mad at what's different from the books. I've, or got, a, I've got a yeah, I've got a tight twenty minutes, but I have never gone through a job interview like successfully. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good. You know, I think that they're gonna they want to send a comedian into space in case they uh, discover any politicians up there. Oh, make sure somebody can uh, take them down. Comedy yeah. first and foremost is a sword uh, of truth. I feel like they music. like if. 
I don't know. Most comedians I know that are very funny also like don't make eye contact consistently. <laughs> like they're not they're not someone you would want to I want to be like stuck with for a huh? long time. I don't yeah. have one light that I stare at while we record this. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> you guys know how uh, comedians are really normal? Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. let's get one of those guys up in space. Like, in terms of, like, the guy who's going to hit the airlock and kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A comedian would be so likely this to is, fucking air hole everybody. It's basically, it's basically just Steve Buscemi from Armageddon. That, yeah. like, that is who the comedian is. Yeah, he, this, And also, he was a genius and valuable for that, which they apparently yeah. don't care about this, here. This is two degrees away from just being like, we need to send more wild cards uh, we need some loose cannons up there to spice I, things up. I, I we, need a guy, we, need, we need a guy we're going to have to wake up the morning of the launch. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. You're the comic oh, who gets chosen shit. to go to Mars. You miss it. You sleep through it. And then you show up at a mic the next day and someone's like, Weren't Aren't you, you supposed to be on Mars? Are we supposed to never see you again? <laughs> yeah, I, I missed fucking it. missed it. <laughs> I was out really late the yeah. other night. Whatever, fuck them. Man. I do think it would be pretty funny the backlash like this about them sending like a white male comedian to space. <laughs> Where's our representation? Oh, okay, I see. We send uh we couldn't send uh it's like okay, do we need to do this here? You couldn't find anyone else to shoot into space. Yeah. <laughs> um, send all the white male comedians to space, please. Get uh, them out of here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um you guys can good. stay just cuz you're uh Personally helpful to convince me in my career, convince Owen Benjamin go. to do it, and then like oh, shove, yes. him, shove him out of an airlock. But that's a guy. I mean, that's what I'm Owen talking Benjamin about. The guy if, who would kill everyone else on the, on yeah, the shuttle. Or no, he's they restrained. Would, or they, they kill would him. Kill. They would fucking. He get airlocks. Open the airlock <laughs> yeah. to kill themselves. <laughs> like smash cut to him just beca- turning into ice outside as he floats <laughs> away from the ship. <laughs> a frozen Owen Benjamin <laughs> crashing into an alien windshield. Right. Like, I'm just like, imagining him like he's like frozen, like pointing and yelling. He's like saying. He's like saying the end word before the <laughs> countdown ends. <laughs> it happens immediately. They push him out immediately. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, just like, this mission he's was like, supposed to be 30 years and it took 10 minutes to airlock oh, okay. Owen I thought, Benjamin. Oh, wow. Free speech. I thought we are supposed to... Okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All comedy clubs should have an airlock. That's right. I, but imagine we shove fucking Owen Benjamin out the airlock. He freezes and tumbles through space. Like, collides with an alien craft. They bring him aboard, defrost him. He just starts doing comedy. And then they blow up Earth. And then they blow up Earth. (laughs) Where are you from again? Uh, Earth. Okay, yeah, I gotta deal with this. This sucks. I don't know what those words mean, but they sound degrading. I hate this. Yeah, just immediately you just, take care of this. You just see the beam hit. Yeah. Um. But then right before they hit the button, someone shows them like the duck vine. And they're like, all right, we'll give you guys another <laughs> yeah, chance. Right. Um, so, hey, uh, you know, we may need don't don't send it. Just don't do that. All right. Just hopefully you find somebody who ends up being kind of funny in the yeah, way that you need. Just like us. Get like a genius who's in great shape, who like has who was fat as a kid. Yeah. Like that's all you need. And <laughs> yeah. they'll be fine. Make a guy, you know, get a guy who's who would be or, or a gal who would be like, you know, uh, so what, what's it like outside today? Oh, is it uh, the void of space? You know, yeah. dark and night. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's all you need. Minus 100 degrees or whatever it is out there. I don't know. Yeah. You guys don't think it's me? Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, best of luck to the people going to Mars whenever that happens. <laughs> Presumably in time to be humanity's last hope. That's what yeah. I assume yeah. it's going to be. Hopefully. I'm um, going to fuck Mars. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, if they want to send a bunch of comedians into a, a, a shuttle that's going to blow up uh, in a huge disaster like the Challenger, uh, I volunteer for that one. <laughs> 
let's put a stop to this thing. Well, right. now that we've brought up the challenger, <laughs> it had to come eventually. Move it right along. Number three. Oh yeah, I didn't get it because uh, I, I, I'm not going to dump down my comedy for them. Alright, like, you did a challenger <laughs> joke in your NASA audition. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just being self-destructive, even on your yeah. audition oh. for the most self-destructive thing you can do. <laughs> right. A lot of, a lot of astronauts in here, huh? Ooh, yes. <laughs> that joke, that joke Just deserved somebody from the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that joke deserved a lot better. It's like so did the people on the challenger. <laughs> That Big Bird uh, fact is always... Can you imagine if that had happened? Oh, Big Bird was going to be on the Challenger? Big Bird was going to be on the Challenger, but he didn't fit. And then <laughs> children would have watched Big Bird explode on television. Oh. Fun fact. Uh, this isn't a fun fact, but... Uh, I don't know if you guys know, Big Bird is actually a uh, human inside the suit. What? <laughs> My parents were he friends with someone on the like Challenger. What? My parents were friends with someone on the Challenger, well, so fuck you guys. Uh, that's, that's I talked about Big Bird. He, having, he did the bad stuff. We're having the rug pulled out from under <laughs> us here. Uh, yeah, It's okay. Honestly, like it is surprising how often I will be in a situation with comedians where someone will make a joke about the Challenger. <laughs> you should make then, it really like, weird every time. I, like, I try to. Well, Not because I'm offended, safe, just because it's like, funny. I mean, what are the odds? It just seems safe. like a safe thing to, you Exactly. Know, yeah. That's why it's like the weirdest thing. To be like, yeah, no, my like neighbor growing up, was the teacher on the Challenger. <laughs> they named our high school uh, auditorium after her. Oh no, but uh, well, sorry, it's, it's one of those like, it's like one of the She's disasters that okay. you like, it's, it's one of the goat. Sorry. <laughs> this is how I deal or with Or she's grief. always When we listening. die, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, what's, hey, what's going three? on number three? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, what I say, it's one of those safe disasters that somebody's like, I can sound edgy, but no one can get... Right, because there's like, it only, it was like eight people. Yeah. Like, it, what are the chances? I'm like the one person who's going to be, actually? <laughs> uh, so anyways, on okay. number three comes uh, to us from Bobby Big Wheel Wheel on Twitter. The Give Smart, smart Guy. Bobby Big Wheel. Um, that's a good name to say in a Hank Hill voice. All, all together. All oh. the words. Oh. Bobby. Bobby Big Wheel. Um, anyways. Uh, I don't know you. <laughs> That's my purse. Welcome to the King of Hill in the impression hour. <laughs> King of the Hill, check it out. We'll put yeah. a description in there. Uh, so this is a story from uh, Houston. Uh, shout out to Houston. We got a bunch of Houston listeners, actually. Um, uh, a man went into an abandoned home in Houston to smoke some of the devil's lettuce, uh-huh. a little jazz cabbage. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Satan seed grown and harvested into a... a I ran out of steam. Keep going. No, uh, come on. Uh, cigarette. <laughs> cigarette. Nailed um, it. Got it. So, yeah, this guy goes in there. He's ready to light up a, f- a fat fucking joint. Cool. And then there's a tiger in there. What? <laughs> uh, oh, no. This is... Do we have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... You know which one we're vamp, looking for. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Uh, so you still have it. Wah, wah, Go, uh, nah, nah. We don't Tiger in abandoned house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the one thing we didn't want to have. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what happened was... Um, uh, the employees showed up, uh, and uh, why is this? This story is written like memento style, where it's backwards. <laughs> it's very confusing to me. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this guy went into a, an abandoned house. I'm guessing, like they're guessing, like somebody had the tiger and they didn't want it anymore, and it's not even legal to own them. So, they just oh, is that what they're, is that what they're guessing? Released yeah. It, yeah. Wow, real Inspector Clouseau over there. No, is but really that's like insane. Out. Like yeah. if you have a yeah. tiger you don't want anymore, just being like. 
Good luck, Tiger. Like, yeah, you flush it down the toilet. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's what everyone does. You give so it you're to a th- zoo you, or something. You're saying that the people who own tigers might not have the best like <laughs> reasoning faculties. Yeah. Uh, Turns out. But so this guy goes in, and it's, I mean, it's, it's Roy. It's Siegfried, Roy, and drug dealers. That's like who owns yeah. tigers, right? That's, there is also because this is happening in Houston. Uh, um, I've driven like from Austin to New Orleans a lot, and you go through like that area of the country and. LSU in Baton Rouge, their mascot is a tiger, and there is a gas station on the Texas-Louisiana border with a tiger in it. It's a gas station that with a cage ass. with a tiger in it, and you can go look at the tiger. That's, that's <laughs> How big is the cage? It's like, so the cage is like an indoor-outdoor thing, so it has like a pen, kind okay. of, like, it can go outside, but it's not great. Yeah. It's not that good. No, I mean, look, tigers are not king of the jungle, as we know, but they're certainly in the in the court of the they're jungle. The I think they're the biggest family. ones. I think they're bigger than lions. No. I'm pretty sure. Look really? how fucking big that thing is. We're looking at footage of the, the said lion in yeah, Houston. Yeah, we're just watching a tiger. It is, or yeah, said tiger. It is a full-grown tiger. It's, it is yeah. very scary. Yeah. It's uh, it's a real tiger, folks. Um but uh, uh, so oh, one of the things. Cute. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, Look at its I, they big used paws. to. Guys, we got to do this podcast. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> tired, and there's a cute tiger. I know. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say too, like uh, Michigan used to do that. It was a fun thing where like we never had a mascot. We just had a live fucking Wolverine in a cage. <laughs> and whenever they were like, oh, no. time for the mascot, it would just be people that <laughs> walk out with this furious Wolverine in a cage. You guys know Wolverine on, on a litter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining it screaming. Yeah. His name was Biff. Biff Biff the Wolverine. Biff the Furious Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take a picture, Shelby. (laughs) Uh, But so, yeah, to these two, there's two people that went into the house to smoke weed and they saw the tiger. And as the joke you might make is, they kind of assumed they were hallucinating. They were like, oh, this weed is laced. And then they're just like, they, just, they got attacked like, by I'm, a tiger. Like, I'm picturing there's like, it's like, and then they just like look at the joint for a second, <laughs> yeah. right? It's one of those. This is also like, this is so weird because like, I feel like who goes into an abandoned house to smoke weed over the age of like 17? Like, you, if you should be able to smoke weed in your own place. That's like, right. why are they? Yeah. It's just very movie-like that it's like, we're going to sneak into an abandoned house, and then we're going to think our weed is well, nice. This guy has an apartment um, in the police station. So yeah, okay. he lives it's, in, tough. it's tough for him. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm definitely just imagining sort of that. So like, it does it look like a tiger to you? <laughs> Thing looks like a tiger. It could have been. They could have died. That's uh, uh, you know. Yeah. It was in a cage in in the house. Uh, Sorry oh, to ruin. Wow, wow. But they walked into the garage and that the, is there was fucking crazy. A, just a, t- a cage with a live tiger in it. Did you guys yeah. see? I'm still mad about this. Uh, people kept posting on Twitter this week about this like article about this couple that had a puma, and they're like, oh, they have a puma, and it's like they treat it like a spoiled house cat, and it lives in their one bedroom apartment. And I'm like, that puma's gonna fucking kill those people, and they're gonna deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. can't. Don't haven't you people seen Roar? Like this is no. You know, you, have you heard about Roar? It's a no. it's a Katy Perry music video. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Roar is a movie um, that was made in the late seventies. It took eleven years to make, and it was um, Tippi Hedren and uh, Melanie Griffith was, is her daughter, and they starred in this movie that uh, involved a they raised lions to be in this movie. They had like a pet lion in their house and they were like raising uh, lions for this shoot and every person on the shoot was injured. Like people almost died. Uh, A 
like have a lot of people seen this movie? Yeah, it came, they re-released it in 2015, and it's like fucking crazy. What Tip- was the what Melanie was Griffith grew up on a ranch full of lions, and one of them attacked her, and she had to have facial reconstructive surgery. Oh man, it ate her face. It ate her face. What's the other old movie where it's like a tiger, where it's like bringing up baby, and it's just like a tiger in a house? I don't know. What is? Did, did I make this movie up, Shelby? There's like a movie. The movie called like Bringing Look at Up this. Baby. We're watching the trailer of Roar, and it's just lions fucking attacking. It's people. like Walt Disney went insane and shot a snuff film version of Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> it's insane. Um, yeah. So, moral of the story. Uh, uh, yeah, this looks bad. <laughs> moral of the story. <laughs> starting don't to think this wasn't a good idea. Adopt wild animals. They will kill you, even if you're friendly with them. How did they remake it? They they didn't remake killed it. Killed more people. Oh, no, okay. they they uh, re-released it. Well, the other oh. thing is that they're like so powerful that they don't even need to be trying to kill you to kill you. Yeah, like, they could be trying to play with you or protect you in some way. So. What they said, like, I remember reading about this. Uh, I was reading about it recently because of this Puma thing. And, like, what they said was, because um, there was this uh, photo essay in Life magazine of this pet lion that Tippi Hedren had, like, in their house. Like, it was sleeping in Melanie Griffith's bed and stuff. And they were like, when we had the lion in the house, the lion was, like, super friendly and chill and was just, like, a big house cat. But then we did this movie and we had to act frightened of them. Yeah. And they got freaked out and they attacked us. <laughs> and it was really stupid. So yeah, don't have wild animals. Yeah, there's that video of the guy who was, like, raising the lion and he got separated. Like, they, like, put the lion back to the wild when it was, like, a cub. And then, like, yeah. years later, they went to, like, visit the and preserve. And it, like, hugged them. Yeah, and they play, like, I Will Always Love You by Whitney. Yeah, that was nice. I Well, I saw that, and I was yeah. like, cool, I also know about Roar. This lion would <laughs> yeah. eat them in a second. <laughs> They're lucky they didn't run into this yeah. lion when it was hungry. Also, right. also, check out Bringing Up Baby, made in 1938, and it's just a couple who has a leopard. Aww. And it's cute. And I How don't big? know why. It's it, it's in a baby carriage in this photo. Okay, it's like a tiny cute. baby leopard. Yeah, yeah so shout cute. out to my mom for making me watch that movie once <laughs> and it, having apparently more of, a, of an effect on me than I thought. Um, shout out to Eli's mom. Even yeah. like dogs and stuff. Like, you know. They can I, kill you. Well, just like, I, they're still animals. Like, I love animals, but like. Dogs are like domesticated though, fully. Like, yeah, I mean, like the likelihood of you think a dog. This guy would ever hurt anybody. <laughs> She's showing us Willie. <laughs> Willie, come on. But like, okay, if like you die and Willie's hungry, you're getting eaten. Yeah. Like, or you know, if he like gets upset and you're like in the like, it's an animal. Yeah. It's fine. They, he still loves you. Yeah. But like, he would eat you. He would. If you didn't, if you didn't feed him, he would try to eat you. That's and that's yeah, but so might so might so might a human. <laughs> Really? And next number four, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I do think they, they, they talked Sorry about. Sorry to go on a big rant. Yeah, about but to, what you were saying too, like they, they talked rant. a little bit about what a tiger actually needs to be like in a good, and you, you need like an acre of space for yeah. a tiger. And oh, also yeah. I thought it was funny because they were talking about reasons not to own a tiger. And they were like, it needs an acre of space. It has a very specific diet and it's a lifetime commitment. And I'm like, <laughs> all, all pets are a lifetime commitment, but that's not just tigers. Like if you have a cat, you can't just like, kill it <laughs> when you're tired of it like did it did they mean because it has a long lifespan or just like maybe you have to take care of this tiger forever it's like a tortoise it's like it's gonna live yeah. longer than you you Dude. have to will it to your children yeah. that is the best gift for <laughs> it's so the mean. best gift for an enemy is just buy them a pet turtle, a turtle. lives like 80 fucking years 
you have to have all this expensive gear. It's, it's so they smell terrible. It's so they don't do anything. Thing. It's like you have a rock. They yeah. basically might as well not even be alive. I, that's like a friend of the show, Alex Arbuckle, has a turtle, <laughs> yeah. and I love making fun of him. Yeah. And he's just like saddled with this turtle. Yeah, it's like I I'll bought it out. with an old girlfriend, and now it's just mine. And now I just, it's gonna outlive me. Yeah, and it I, smells <laughs> and like. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it maybe from the account. I did it. One of my sketches on Mod Night was somebody. Remember when all that looting was happening? It was somebody who got like real riled up and yeah. loot, and looted a turtle, and then <laughs> they're like, "I do not know what to do with this." <laughs> like, it was a snap decision. It uh, needs so much care. <laughs> Just put it outside. It'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely won't hear a truck and a little cracking sound immediately. Um, hey, turtles, check them out. Check Don't them get out. a tiger. Get a turtle. Yeah. Number two. Number two comes to us from. Uh, the local news in Baltimore, the the classic, uh, classic like parent scare thing, you awesome. know, just uh, it's called uh, uh, it's called this, and your kids might be doing it, to, you know, like that it's kind of thing. Called Maypole. This one, I, I you know, I don't know if this one's real. This sounds stupid even for teens, but I guess we'll see here. Because um, you know, we had like the like the Tide Pod thing, which is just became the wor- like yeah. the most annoying cudgel to use against millennials, like you yeah. know whatever. No, it's like I mean, and it wasn't this, even real; like it was just stupid. It's this generation's like rainbow parties, yeah, or like whatever. Like, it's yeah, teens. there's always some. Yeah, it but is, so it's teens. With, it's just a horrifically conflicted little organism with. Nothing but free time, hornier than it's ever been. And but it's like teens don't even do it. It's just like manufactured people freaking out about it. Right. Teens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like maybe one did it. So, um, yeah, like ninety percent of teens is like they're like they're just jerking off. Actually, <laughs> they're, all they're doing is jerking off and like uh, going online and being radicalized by YouTube yeah. videos. That's the other is that, your that, son <laughs> smoking turds? It's like now he's just taking four hour showers still. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all he's been doing. Like, he's like, just coming <laughs> all the time. That's like all he, he's doing. Just ruining my towels. Yeah. <laughs> um, the that Esquire cover story, that's the thing about like the seventeen year old white boy or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, the subtext of that article is the kid is just waiting for the reporter to leave so we can jack off. <laughs> just read it with that, and it's uh, it's much funnier that way. Like, so so are we uh, we almost done, yeah. or what, what else do you? Okay, what else can we? It's it's eight p.m. Just go about your life as if I wasn't here. Yeah, just like. It's slowly like, that's the other thing about that's the other thing about boyhood or like the Truman Show. It's like how much footage is there on the cutting room floor of just the kid jacking, jacking it? Yeah, <laughs> that was always funny to me with Room Raiders. Remember Room Raiders? Yeah, they come in and they always do the blacklight black thing, the, yeah. and they're always like, "Oh no, here comes the blacklight!" But then they don't always not like, be fun for anybody. But also, they always just did the bed. And it's like for some of them, there's this kid, and there's like this fucking like desk with a laptop on yeah, it, and do like the tissues, desk. and they're like, "Well, the bed's clean," and I was like, "That desk will blow it's up a the light." Yeah, it would. It's this setting kid out. Is, this kid is reading Scott Adams' blog and yeah. just going hog wild over <laughs> yeah. Just like, dude, that desk has a half. See those holes in the ceiling? It's like really <laughs> fucked up to me that like half of like like. Dudes figure out jerking off like independently almost always. It's not very hard. It's not you figure it out. There's yeah, like kind of yeah. one thing you can do. I, I mean there's more but the like the penis to a bop it in terms of <laughs> yeah. complication. Yeah. Like I like most women I know masturbated when they were teenagers, but like a sizable portion did not. Like never figured it out. And I just can't imagine how you get through those years I've, without that. I always hear stories about like 
just like someone's like, yeah, my daughter has started just like up. grinding on the up. couch. Like yeah. that's what it turns into. That's yeah. I mean, because they don't know who are you what talking it is. to. What? Is, what? <laughs> I hang out with a lot of dads, man. <laughs> but like, they don't figure out. Like toddlers do that, but like fifteen-year-olds don't do that, and they never like figure out what that is. It's just yeah. like you're just like, hey, stop humping the couch, kindergartner, <laughs> and then it's like, well, okay, it's a I can't do that thing. It's yeah, no, there's like. It makes sense that not everybody figures it out. I just think it's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't understand. Like, teen if, girls need to read Sky Adams' blog. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, what I'm that's what, like, that's what you I'm could, saying. You could have your brain wiped, just total, like, tabula rasa, just, like, nothing. And if there was just, like, a dick on a wall, you'd, you'd be like, I'm supposed to pull on that. <laughs> it's, like, natural. It looks funny. And you're like, I yank on that, right? <laughs> it's stretchy, and I'm going to pull on it. it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. You're just in, like, a... Uh, like a, it's like in what is it? A cat's cradle where they have like yeah. the uh, slaughterhouse five, where they have like the, uh, um, is it slaughterhouse five or cat's cradle? Anybody? I I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> the, the, like the human zoo. Okay, I oh, can't remember. I okay. think it's cat's cradle. Yeah. Okay. It's like that, but there's just a dick on the wall, and everyone's yeah. just watching you, waiting to see if you it's, do something. It's with just it. the weirdest Hellraiser <laughs> yeah. punishment: is you're just in a room with a dick on the wall, it's but just you have a, to jerk a off. Void, a colorless <laughs> yeah. void with yeah. just a dick. So, so uh, following up from that, My dream. Uh, the teen challenge here is the. 48 hours missing challenge, which is, it's like, there's not, okay. So what it apparently is, again, there's no evidence of this ever having happened, um, but it's on the local news just to freak out parents. Teens are apparently daring each other to disappear for two days in hopes their picture will show up on social media. <laughs> this is a way of getting insta-famous or something. Um, so you want to get, like, be on a internet missing poster? It's basically like ending up on a milk carton, yeah, that's right. Um <laughs> Which is just insanely stupid. It's really, I, that's like a really dumb uh, objective, but I do think it's very funny to just be like, I dare you to go missing yeah, for two that's days. Pretty good. Like, uh, that kind of rules. Where do you go? Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's like an interesting, like, that's more, it takes more initiative than like the cinnamon challenge. You have to like, I feel make like a plan. I would have to be missing for so long for anyone to notice. <laughs> like, I don't see people that much. Yeah. I feel like people did that though. That's like already a thing, you know? That's the, the like trope of like, a kid packing like four Garfield compilations into a makeshift bindle. Yeah, and they're like, "Did you ever run away?" That's where they like to go sleep no. in the museum, like in uh, um, Basil Frank Wilder. The mixed up or... files yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever run away as a kid? <laughs> no, quote unquote run away. I was not. missing for an afternoon, but I was just literally at the neighbors next door, and that was like the only time I ever did anything bad. <laughs> I, I, I ran. I, I ran away. Uh, you know, I got to the end of the block. I was mad at my parents. And I was crying. And no, I, you turned around and went home. Yeah. I like. I think I just like went out for a few hours. But like, I lived in a safe neighborhood. They were just, and they like, were just fine, like, all go. right. <laughs> like, my parents. I don't even remember. Like, I know it. I know I wasn't gone for very long, and I know they like didn't come look for me. Not because they weren't like. They just were like, our neighborhood's fine. Like, they were she'll too be busy uh, having a party. <laughs> How am I gonna they run away from home? Champagne. How am I gonna <laughs> run away from home? That's where my computer is. <laughs> All my as a friends child. are on there. As that's what I was like. How am I gonna get to the Magic the Gathering forums if I'm not? I'm not uh, yeah, my, I was like my, five. Yeah. I wasn't like. Where do on I the get internet? dragon pictures? <laughs> yeah. Like my parents went to a baseball game once, and it went into like super extra innings, and then so they were like super late home, and I didn't know why, and I sobbed. I, I was just like done. So did I run away? No, the opposite. <laughs> I would like, I, also I would that. run away looking for my parents, maybe. <laughs> 
I also I had that. I was them. like a yeah. very, I, I had like super cocking a gun separation anxiety of like, if my parents were gone, I was like, they're dead. They're definitely dead. Yeah. Uh, they've been kidnapped. Well, that's in a like lot. Of, a, it's in a lot of just children's... you and I thinking like dogs do just smart yeah. kids. It's in a lot of children's like literature and entertainment is like parents dying in dead car parents, crashes. And stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why are you putting this out there a lot for of kids orphans. to hear about? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I've been playing. They just went out for the night, you know, just a nice yeah. dinner out, and they never came back. And it yeah. could happen to you. Yeah. I been, probably did. I've been playing PlayStation for three hours straight, and no one has stopped me. My parents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> they may be dead. It's your parent. It's like just like in Frozen. Your parents went away for the weekend, and they're dead. And yeah. now you're going to turn everything into ice, and when you freak out, yeah. That's, are you going to play? I think that's what Frozen is about. Did you I've see never that they're it. putting out Final Fantasy VII on Switch? Uh, no, because isn't it just like another version of the same game? I want yeah. the re- I want the full remaster one for P- like the PS4 one. Oh, like well, I just like thought you full... might be excited about it. Nah, nah not bad. I, 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 I don't have time for like the hundred hour JRPGs, JRPGs anymore. Yeah, I, I will play the full like the full FF7 one, but yeah, um, I don't have time for this. I'm going to play it. Yes, but uh, the other one, the other one. Um, I don't oh, have time yeah. for a game I've already played. Uh, I'm a very important person, so um. Yeah, so I guess, like, the, it's funny because they interviewed this cop, and I feel like this is probably an embarrassing call to make because it's, like, uh, it's also, like, a weird, like, AP story because it was on the Baltimore local news, but it was an Albuquerque police t- detective <laughs> they interviewed. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, like, they, somebody must have called him, like, have you heard about this uh, 48 hours missing challenge? And the, the guy was probably like, what? No. And it's like, yeah, apparently teens are daring each other to go missing so they'll appear on social media. And he just said, like, well, I haven't heard of anything like that, but if... <laughs> Someone did go missing. We we recommend they don't, but also we'd use the same resources we would if somebody yeah, went missing. Like that's just right. what it that's is. what's kind of very funny about it is like there's no way to stop it because it's like you can't just be like they're probably kidding. Yeah, like, if somebody's <laughs> missing, if we get a report, we'll investigate it. I don't yeah. know what there is to say. Teens right. are teens are starting fires as pranks. Oh, well, don't put them out. Yeah. It's just like well, we're just gonna have to. Teens are uh, robbing convenience yeah. stores. <laughs> like, well, then we'll try to stop it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll arrest them. Well, uh, good luck to the teens. Yeah, I guess. That's like a very, it, like, obviously it's bad, but it's also extremely funny to imagine yeah. how a teen would do that. Uh, have you checked the freaking mall? hey Probably check there. That, check that. They're hanging out. Lids. At, they're hanging out at Claire's. Yeah. <laughs> or the icing. Being mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably getting their ears pierced. It's like it's been, fine. Three, it's been 36 hours. Eh, it takes a long time. Yeah. <laughs> They're kissing their girlfriend too hard. <laughs> <laughs> on an escalator and you yeah. can't get around them. <laughs> yeah. And banging their skateboard on a planter. <laughs> They're throwing an icy at me as they ride by on their bike. <laughs> yeah. They're making me drink a whole orange Julius. <laughs> Oh no! Did that actually happen to you? The icy thing no, actually did no. happen. Oh, right. As a kid, <laughs> they threw an icy. Yeah. Did they you, say anything, or it was just like? I was just like, all right. Like I, it didn't really get on me. It like landed in front of me. It was just like, what? Okay, I didn't God. have any problems. Anybody? I was just younger. You know what no, I mean? Just I a like, kid, just yeah. a shitty little kid yeah. walking around. But that just like that, that kid's probably. I know who the kid. I remember vaguely who the kid is, and he's probably like in jail or something. So fuck him. <laughs> yeah. But that's. I would walk. So my elementary school was about a mile from my house, and I would walk like twice as far out of the way to avoid teens because I had to walk by the high school in order to get home and like yeah lived in fear of teens I was in a Popeyes and a bunch of teens came in and it was like in a western like the saloon doors opening it was like (laughs) here here they come I was like fuck (laughs) I was like running a checklist I'm like what am I wearing right yeah yeah. what what do I have that these teens will find objectionable because there's gonna be something I never had the was in the position to be like a 
teen bully to like a younger kid because I never had I didn't have any friends who had younger siblings that were like oh no they're in high school like yeah I like volunteered at places where I dealt with kids but like you can't be a fucking bully, <laughs> you can't bully to them you can't like push down a kid at like summer camp yeah. you know like yeah take that you little Weed. well some of those kids. They loved getting hassled. That yeah. was like their like. There's always that one kid who just wants everyone to bean him at dodgeball. <laughs> I was. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that that's I was like those a, kids that sorry. It's like, like a weird sub, a you know weird like weird, summer camp sub. You know those yeah. weird kids that love getting like thrown into a couch or something. <laughs> yeah. Just like, what is going on with you? I wasn't when I was a teenager. I didn't have that. But my first year after my freshman year of college, I was a lifeguard, and oh, yeah. uh, there were like definitely kids who like. Whose parents just drop them off at the pool every day because they were just like neglected and like they just like love having rules like yeah. to br- like be- being told they're breaking rules yeah. by somebody. Well, they hey, just like they like this kid, sure- this one kid Aiden who was like a chubby. <laughs> of course, his yeah, name is Aiden. This like chubby little like prepubescent kid who was there every single day. His parents clearly were just like just as f- I can't I can, deal with you. I can hear Go his to the fat pool. little feet slapping <laughs> right now. To- <laughs> and like Aiden just like he fucking loved being thrown in the pool. <laughs> he like loved, he just like. He was like he was very very sweet kid. I, I hope he's like I hope he's doing well. He's definitely an adult now. But uh kids at the pool. Yeah, oh, yeah. just like was the punching bag for all the yeah. lifeguards. Just hey, like, uh, but he loved it. He was oh no, he like because yeah. he was like, You're my friends. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm at this pool every day. Just like this, I have it, nothing weird, to do. Weird little like wrestling <laughs> heel kids. Just yeah. like I love being like a shit. Like not even getting in trouble, just like Please, just like, being a shit. you throw a kickball at my legs and you throw one at my head, <laughs> yeah. so I flip over yeah. and I won't get hurt because yeah. I'm a kid and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I was like gym floor. Throw me in the pool, kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. totally, it's like a weird, totally aided. But it was like because he was like, "You're my friends. This is we're yeah, doing this because right. we're friends." It's like, no, we're doing this because you're did, a shitty little kid. And now he's just on Fet Life and doesn't know why, exactly. and everybody else does. Uh, I wish Fet I remembered his thing. last name. I'd look him up. It's Doxon. I just I love kids. I love that kid at the pool. Thing Let's where the him. parents are like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna leave for four hours. Can you make sure he eats uh, seven popsicles?" <laughs> Dude, Aiden would go fucking ham on those otter pops. <laughs> just like blue mouth kid uh, all the time. He looks like the fucking Joker because the sides of his mouth are just slit from otter pops. <laughs> the plastic is mm. cut him up. We live in a society. <laughs> Kick my ass. <laughs> God damn. I really want to know what happened to Aiden now. I'm going to have to like talk to the other lifeguards to see what's up. Anyway, Ooh. good uh, luck to the teens. Best of luck to Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> Spin my mouth. <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So number one here. Um, this one comes just from CZ in the Discord. Um, Valentine's Day. Uh, police were called... This happened on Valentine's Day. I don't know. Day. The story ran on Valentine's Day. I don't okay. know. I want to believe it happened on Valentine's I, me Day. Me too. Uh, police were called to a Wichita, Kansas Home Depot after it was believed that a man was making a bomb threat in the store. Um, and the caller said uh, to 911, they have the audio, we just had a customer here made what may have been a bomb threat. He uh, said, uh, somebody told me there's a bomb in here and you need to leave the building. He said it three times. Um, staff was alerted to the bomb threat um, after a person overheard the man in the store's restroom. And uh, authorities learned once they investigated that what the guy actually said was, y'all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up. <laughs> so he was trying to warn people about his dump. About he was going to take a gross dump. going to take a <laughs> massive shit. A witness to the bomb about to be dropped in the bathroom believed it to be a joke and laughed at the man. But for some reason... Um, yeah, so... Uh, I, I guess- wish... I've never been in a position where someone has like 
made a joke about the shit they're going to take in a bathroom, and I feel like kind of jealous. Really? Never? No, nah, ladies don't really do that. They should. It's ladies. funny, but there was, I've never been there, in that position. There was a guy. Did we talk about this? A guy in New Orleans said he he allegedly threatened to blow up Willie's Chicken Shack in New Orleans, but claimed he was... When he said he was going to blow the bathroom up, he meant with a, quote, bowel movement. <laughs> so similar thing. That was a plot on Sarah Silverman's sitcom. Like, <laughs> he, a guy farted in a cop car and then... Like, <laughs> they're like tear gas or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So police were able to... Uh, and this is... I'm sure this went very gently. Police, is able, police were able to track the man down and clear up the misunderstanding <laughs> as like... SWAT guys come in him. the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze! They like shoot his dog or something. It's just like, all right. It's like, sir, sir, did you make the mother? It's like, what? Like he doesn't even know what they're talking yeah. about because it's such an inconsequential thing for him to have said. <laughs> so, um, I yeah, I I mean, people, it's not underappreciated, but the fact that everyone has to poop is like always cheers it's me good. up. Yeah, it's just like, like fucking like Billy Joel right before he goes on stage at Madison Square Garden. It's like, he has to go, like, sit on a toilet until all the turds are out. <laughs> I will never not think that's funny. <laughs> like, you know, like, could be the greatest athlete in the world, you know? Like, Usain Bolt just has to be like, I'll be right back. Take a monster shit. <laughs> yeah. It's nice, too. Like, not only that, it's also, like, Billy Joel takes a shit before his concert and then, like, the members of Billy Joel's band are like, God damn it. Like, yeah. this sucks. He, he blew the place up. <laughs> yeah. like- <laughs> Billy Joel really lit up the bathroom back there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice. He poops in his piano if he has to go during the show. Yeah. He wears a diaper on stage. <laughs> he just and then when he the plays piano it, Yeah. And then when he plays it, the, the strings bounce it around on the piano. Ugh. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so uh, this guy um, who was not named in the story, as far as I can tell, mercifully, it was his Billy name, Joel. He's Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Joel is in a Home Depot in Wichita <laughs> on yeah. Valentine's on Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Y'all got any pianos? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? He just walks in whistling piano, man. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> we get it. We get it. <laughs> it's like you really okay? That's like it's stuck in my head. What? Bunny in the. Dude, really? That's, like, yeah. Wait, what? Is that not Billy Joel? That's you Elton. Were, I don't know. They both play piano. <laughs> so Look, uh, if I'm in the mood for it, I put piano in the like Spotify. A, you're like a human kazaa. You're like uh, Billy Joel, Benny and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Alternating capital and lowercase letters. Welcome to LimeWire. Just like inexplicable <laughs> underscores every like two words. Yeah, Billy yeah. Joel, oh, what a night. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who wants to hear Help by the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this plot for this movie that's coming out? It's like a guy Avatar? wakes up yes. A guy a guy wakes up and he like is like a shit he has like a he's like a shitty guitarist or whatever and he um plays a song for his friends and he plays Yesterday by the Beatles and they're all like did you just write that? That was really great. And like, oh, and it's the, like the, the deal with the movie is like he somehow woke up in a world in which the Beatles never existed, but he remembers the Beatles. Yeah, so which is like that. Starts which is like a Beatles totally dirt. No, he like knows all the Beatles songs because in in his brain the Beatles existed, but no one else remembers. Is this a the, horror movie? I don't. It's like a Danny Boyle movie, but it's like that's like the most like deranged cherry picked like plot I've ever heard. Like it's What's like it I called? Feel like is it called like, like No Beatles? It's called uh-oh, Yesterday. Uh oh, No Beatles. It's, a it's weird, called No Beatles. <laughs> it, that's like weird to me because I feel like I don't know. Maybe I'm just underestimating the Beatles, but like the what? So you just go on with your life being like, oh okay, I guess like there's. 
I guess there's no Beatles. I like think, you'd be, like, you'd go to therapy, but it wouldn't like change the, the world. Like the ethical challenge that he seems to think he has is like, should I become like a huge star with these Beatles songs? Newsflash: and, Someone wait, in 2019 wanna, would not be a huge correct, star. Correct. Exactly the what songs. I was going to say. There's no Beatlemania. It's just a guy. Wait, let me watch the thingy. Good. This will be good radio. You watching the thingy yeah, quietly. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. We'll comment on it. Okay, so he has a head injury. There was a power outage all over the world. He knocked out his teeth. Do you think this movie was just made because somebody was like, hey, I can, for some reason, license Beatles songs for really cheap? Danny, the Danny Boyle was probably friends with Paul McCartney. Mm. When did you write that? I mean, it's a good song, but... The head injury feels like it's from like an old draft, because why would that change everyone else? Part of the big thing is he like looks up Beatles and it's just like the Google thing just is Beatle like the bug. Yeah. Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. Then I'm in a really, really complicated movie. Yeah, I guess the immediate thing you do is you just play the whole catalog and become rich if you can. Right? There's no moral quandary yeah, here. They to didn't me. exist. Right, you're not hurting anyone. You don't know, you're helping anything. people because then they get to listen to good ass music. Yeah, problem solved. People just won't know it's like a slightly worse version of what it could be. Kate McKinnon's in it. I'm like kind of upset that Danny Boyle is credited as the director of Slumdog Millionaire. Like of all Danny Boyle movies. Yeah. It's probably his most It's his most successful popular. It's just like not one of his best I don't think It's like Sunshine It's like well it's not really his <laughs> Not really fitting with this He's on Corden doing carpool karaoke So okay he gets famous doing Beatles songs I've been waiting half my life For you to wake up and love me But I'm a school teacher And you are the world's greatest singer-songwriter That's some good dialogue so he, so he does become the most famous singer yeah, So they just recreate Beatlemania Because the thing about Beatlemania was It was the music, not the guys And right. not teenage girls Right It was because it's objectively the best music in the world yeah. I mean it wasn't because they were hot yeah, it was. It was like their fame. I mean, it's like they're not like they were famous because they were hot. They the were a bo- mob they, boys. They were a boy band. Yeah. Yeah, girls yeah. were like tearing their clothes off, screaming. They're like, yeah. like thirteen, not old enough to know what they wanted to I do. It was but like, yeah, no, like in the sixties, like people like us would have fucking hated the Beatles. <laughs> I thought it was like their talent. No, I mean they are talented. Like the Beatles are good, but the reason they were a thing was because they were like cute British boys who were funny. I would say that. Uh, it, yeah, the music is very good. I think that it's hard, taking it out of the moment completely and just being like, "Here it is." Yeah, there's not like some like code that unlocks in your brain. And I, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's a nice. It's great pop songs. Yeah. Like, you know, I I think the Beatles are really good. But yeah, that plot doesn't totally. It's, pretty, make it's just sense. pretty wild that that got made all the way and like people put that the amount of money that was put into that movie could have just anyway I'm gonna go see it uh, (laughs) yesterday I do like Danny Boyle yeah that's probably fine it's just just like as a plot it's just like who okay so everything is the same it's like one of those alternate worlds from like one of those um like Twilight Zones like the Simpsons where he keeps fixing the toaster and he keeps like one (laughs) thing is different in Springfield every time I also like what are donuts I feel like this wouldn't work because then you just be like oh this sounds like 
And then you list all of the bands that are influenced by the Beatles that still right. exist. I don't know. It's like you're yeah. like the Beatles never existed, so you can write all the Beatles songs, but uh, you have a dick like one of those corkscrew duck dicks. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, can I go back and try again? I don't know. Um, I think there should that's be That's like a Russian Doll. Have you seen that? I've on Netflix? seen like the first six. It's pretty it's good. good. Like he has it. a corkscrew dick like a duck? That's right. Yep. That's that's what it's about. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Didn't know what that was about. That's episode four. Shelby, please get the Will Smith genie off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right we need to it. end this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, this is the last episode. We're ending the podcast. <laughs> so things to very check. <laughs> things to check out this week: uh, the Far Side and Antonio the Banderas. Beatles. The, the Beatles. Beatles. Check them out. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, we have any? Pl- uh, we're, we got the we got the Patreon. patreoncom slash Pod. I get the the bonus archive there. Um, we got uh, T Public. We'll have a link in the description. We got some. We're, we're going to someday put up some new, someday soon put up some new uh, designs and stuff. I think we have um, some good ones. That Bina shirt is yeah, badass. It's good. Uh, yeah, is good. Also, shout out to the guy uh, at one of my Austin shows wearing one of our shirts. No, really? Which one was it? The Bina's? The purple one. Oh, the the. the I think his name was Dan. He was very nice. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to, my... to we think Dan. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names, but we talked for a while. He was a very nice guy. Yeah, I have that one in my drawer, but I can never wear it. <laughs> I can basically only wear it here. I work to the gym. Uh, that's a good one. I'd be afraid of somebody and be like, oh, hey, you, oh. You have you your phone your case. Thing? Yeah, I know, but that's not as like, I feel like it's not as. Not as yeah. flagrantly in someone's grabby. face. Yeah. Um, I wear the Venus one, though. Yeah, that yeah, one's a little more, more, more subtle. That's uh, the thinking man. If you like the show, uh, maybe give us a review on iTunes, because I think that's supposed to help in some way. I don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're at What a Time Pod and all the stuff. I'm Patty Moe and all the stuff. No karma this week. I'm gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> I did not time that right. <laughs> what the fuck? Can we have a sound clip of that? Clip it, Shelby. Uh, it, it turned into like an Adam Sandler voice. Like, hey, but it's new. I thought I was going to be able to say I'm going to sneeze and then sneeze off the thing. Did not work. Uh, great. Look forward to hearing that. A million. Well, no, I control the soundboard, so it's fine. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I don't know. No karma this week, uh, but every other Friday. We have an email list thing. Uh, there's a link in the ba- at Bad Karma Comedy if you want to sign up for the email list so we don't have to make Facebook events anymore. Please rescue us from hell. Actually, we already stopped making the events, but it would be nice to have a little bit of reach. Okay, bye. What do you got? Uh, um, this Friday, 7 p.m., uh, paid protest comedy show at Cherry Tree Bar. We're usually at May Day, so if you don't like going to Bushwick, come uh, to downtown Brooklyn at Cherry Tree Bar. And uh, that's a DSA fundraiser comedy show that I run, and it's very fun. Don't um, like going to Bushwick. Come on down to Gowanus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, some people like it there. It's, the trains are way better there. It's way easier to get there yeah. from most places. I played shuffleboard down there. Uh, some people like it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, go down there a lot. It's uh, I like it. It's closer to where I live. Anyway, um, I also have two other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal. I just recorded some episodes of that when I was in Austin. Uh, those come out every two weeks. And uh, WrestleSplania, which is about pro wrestling, that comes out every Thursday. And uh, Kath Barbadoro on everything. Eli, what's up? Uh, no shows this week. Uh, you can, if you're if you're a Twitch person, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chili's Restaurants. Uh, I haven't been able to do it recently, but I'm finishing up Resident Evil 2. I am playing it in French because it was funny to me at the beginning. And then it got funnier to me to watch people come into the stream and go, why is this in French? And also, it's just funny to hear him go, mon dieu, every time a zombie pops up. It's a good time. Good game. 
good game, folks. Check it uh, out. Hey, good game to you guys. You hey, know, likewise. You'd say it at the end of a soccer game. Yeah, good we're game. shaking hands and we're walking all, the opposite lines. And we're going to have orange slices. Uh, mm-hmm. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.